It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's up, Chicago? Welcome to the Chicago Sports Podcast. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I am Kevin Kaduk, head of content here at CHGO. It's been two weeks since I've been here in this chair. I really want to thank Casey Standahar, Janice Scurio, Sabria Whitaker, and Claire Watkins for last week's show. If you didn't check that out, it was pretty awesome. It was our first all-women Chicago sports podcast here, and I think it was an interesting and important show. Uh, they really talked a, l- a lot about women's sports in Chicago, uh, their own personal experiences, and it was really a great hour. Um, a little bit more serious than probably what we're going to do here today, but uh, I really appreciated that. And again, if you uh, didn't check that out, make sure you go back in the feed and, and check that off after you do, do, do this here. Uh, one other bit of business uh, before I introduce today's panel. If you're enjoying the Chicago Sports Podcast, uh, which is every Thursday at 1130, make sure you rate and review it on your favorite provider. We're still very much growing, and we only get one episode a week, so anything you can do would be a huge help to get that algorithm going. All right, let's get down to business. Joining us on today's show, making his CHGO Sports Podcast debut, an esteemed member of the CHGO Fire Crew, Alex Campbell. How's it going? Excited to be here. Um, you know, not that talking about soccer in the fire isn't fun, but when you, the team you cover has been in last place for several <laughs> weeks, it is nice to mix it up once in a while. Well, we're going to talk soccer a little bit later. No one, no one leave yet. We're, that's going to be later. We're going to cover some <laughs> other things first, but we're going to talk about the soccer scene here in Chicago. Uh, joining uh, to the left of Alex is Jake Flanagan, the GM here. He has a lot of thankless tasks, tasks around here, so I brought him out of the office for a little bit of fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. Good to be back and looking forward to another draft uh, today. And making his maybe third or fourth third. appearance. Third. third. Cody Del Mendo from, from the CHGO Cubs podcast. Uh, he so. is also freed from talking about the up-and-down roller coaster uh. that is a CHGO Cubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to not have to talk about how the Cubs broke my heart today. So yeah. let's uh, – Thank you for uh, having me back. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a, a fun podcast planned. You guys always know we like to do a little bit of a fun, fun thing. And um, when you're in this sports internet business, people like to make Mount Rushmore's. What is the Chicago sports M- Mount Rushmore? What is the NHL Mount Rushmore? We made a at, at Yahoo Sports. We would like just fill our summers doing this. That was like a great space filler. Here we do a lot of drafts on the Chicago Sports Podcast. So I thought, why don't we combine the two and do a draft of uh, the uh, Chicago sports icons? So we're trying to build the best Mount Rushmore that we can. 
Uh, we're going to get to that in a bit. But as we were going on right now, we just had some unfortunate breaking news. Ray Liotta, dead at 67, died in his sleep in the Dominican Republic. Um, I think for guys our age, you know, Jake, that was a guy, I mean, obviously a huge guy growing up for us. He's had a bit of a career resurgence lately. Uh, but you're talking about Henry Hill and Goodfellas, Shoeless Joe and Feel the Dreams. Uh, I don't know what his character in Sleeping with the Enemy was or Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> that yeah. was right after. This one hurts a little bit. Yeah, I mean, just a real, uh, really talented actor. You could really feel uh, every every part of his role that he would be in. And Goodfellas is for sure one of the best movies um, out there. And if you haven't seen it yet, go go watch that movie. Uh, and, and I know you just mentioned... Uh, Field of Dreams. I mean, it seems like that's one for you that sticks out. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Goodfellas was a movie that I didn't see until much later in my life than I should have. It was one of those movies. It's like, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. And then when you see it, you get it. But yeah, especially as someone who grew up as a diehard White Sox fan, Field of Dreams is definitely one of those movies I connected with early and just learning the story of Shoeless Joe in part through Ray Liotta's portrayal. Yeah, that's that's definitely got like a personal angle for me. Ray did a lot with that role because we're talking about casting an Italian-American uh, to play a guy from, from the Deep South, the rural South, and then you put him up there and he's one of the greatest left-handed hitters of all time and he's, he's batting right-handed in the movie, but Ray overcame that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'll just admit it. I, I, when you said the name, I didn't know who we were talking about. Then I Googled him, and I was like, oh, that guy. That guy. Uh, yeah, I'm just really bad at You like, are a sports and gambling guy, Cody, which is what we love about you. But your, <laughs> uh, your homework assignment, I know you have the Crosstown series this weekend, so yeah. you're going to be busy. Good. But at some point, carve out two and a half hours. Make sure you watch Goodfellas. Take detailed notes. And the next time you are on the Chicago Sports Podcast, we're going to have a quiz. Okay. And that'll be uh, um, – Time well spent, for sure. Yeah. And another thing I think people could do, it's, it's a different podcast. It's not related to us, but I said this before. One of the better Mark Marin WTF podcasts I listened to was an yeah. episode with Ray Liotta. He talked about him being adopted and his life and, um, you know, the amazing career he had, but also challenges he had as well. And, and I think anyone that really yeah. cared for Ray Liotta, go back and listen to that, too. He was just in that Sopranos movie on HBO Max, The Many Saints of Newark. He didn't look that great in there. He played... Moltisanti's dad. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, you know, 67 is way too young. So, rest yep. in peace to Ray Liotta, who will live forever as Henry Hill. I mean, that's one of my favorite film characters and one of my favorite movies. So, anyhow, let's get on to the Chicago Sports Mount Rushmore draft here on the Chicago Sports Podcast. The rules here are pretty simple. You just have to make a, the best mountain you can of four Chicago sports legends. I'm not limiting you to, you have to do one baseball player, one football player, one whatever. Alex, if you want to do a Mount Rushmore that is simply Carl Heinz Granitza, Risto Storchkoff, Jorge Campos, and- uh, Frank Klopas, Bob Bradley. <laughs> Bob Bradley, Carlos Bocanegra. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. Uh, no, it's, I'm not going to do that, but I would say I'm pretty confident, unless something very weird happens, I'm going to try to get one soccer player on my Mount Rushmore. Okay. So we'll see who it is, but we're going we're gonna to see how this shakes out. We'll see how the draft progresses, but I would like to carve out one of my four spots for the beautiful game, and it's okay. relatively brief, albeit history, here in the city of Chicago. <laughs> I, I will say this. You should probably reserve that for your fourth pick. 
Because I don't think we're going to be dipping into to the pitch. Probably not. And the person who I think I'm most likely to draft, if they go off the board earlier than the fourth <laughs> round, I'll just I think I'll just applaud, nod my head, and be like, "Fair play, you win." Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm not going to give any more away than that. Um, Jake, before we get started, any thoughts here? Ooh, so many great options. I think for me, like we did when we did the Bears uh, draft, I think. For, for me, I'm going to just go with how I feel about it, and mm-hmm. I'm going to be comfortable with that, and I think everyone should. It may just kind of be who you feel like it should be. Um, and, yeah, we'll see. Maybe things you did on the field, maybe they're not sports. Like, maybe they're not athletes. Maybe they're just figures in, in Chicago sports history. Okay. I think there's a lot of ways you could go okay. here. That was my question is, like, are coaches and, like, sure. front office members available? Front like, office members, broadcasters. If you want to put Ronnie Woo-Woo on there, feel free. <laughs> Pink hat guy, yeah. Just Luke, Luke Stuckmeyer might be up there for you. Luke I don't Stuckmeyer, know. <laughs> yeah, he's a legend. He definitely is. So, um, I think this is gonna be fun. I want to give a little shout out to Joey. He did uh, our producer here, who's on on the board. He did a, a great Photoshop of for for this. Can you bring this up, Joey? I know I just put you on the spot, but. <laughs> At the end of this episode, I've actually had everyone actually write down their real Chicago Sport Mount Rushmore's in their pockets um, because I don't want any discussion to spoil what, what you thought was. And at the end of it, we will actually reveal that outside of our draft. We'll wait, we'll wait on it. Okay, let's wait on it because that actually probably is my pick. So, All right, we're going to go in order here. Cody, since you are the farthest here, it's going to be a snake draft. Cody picks first. Jake oh, picks second. Yeah. Alex picks third. I'll pick fourth and fifth. I really thought I was going to be fourth because I thought it was to start with you. Oh, you thought I was just going to yeah. like claim? Yeah. You've got a, you've got a huge pick here because I think there's probably only real two, maybe one, like two different ones. I think, in my eyes, at most, yeah, two guys. Uh, I, just, I can't not take MJ. Like Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. The Last Dance changed my life. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is. I'm not going to be Herb Lawrence. Like, we take we take the greatest <laughs> athlete to ever play in the city, in my opinion. So, <laughs> yeah, I was not so expecting it was that. A, to it go was to an board. easy pick for you. Yeah, was, I mean, it was. Well, we'll see who goes second, but it was between him and and a and a former football player. <laughs> so, Jake, I know you're taking Walter Payton. He's here on our on our desk. If you had had that first pick, would it have been a tough pick for you? Would you have taken Walter Payton over Michael Jordan? Mm. Are you, you're picking Walter Payton, I assume. Sure, I'll just pick now. I'll go well, quickly. I, it's, it's Walter Payton, number okay. two. So it's the, it's the second time I've been here, and Walter Payton has been overlooked, and I have to take him second <laughs> because I must. Um, so and you, I don't, picked, no you picked Walter Payton second last time. Correct, because her <laughs> picked yeah. Dan Hampton in the Chicago Bears, uh, you know, all-time Chicago uh, Bears yes. draft. But I'm going to go with sweetness for sure, but quick on Jordan. I mean, you mentioned changing lives. I mean, I think he, he changed the lives of so many people and, and, has, sure. and created so many basketball fans around the world, did so much for the, the game. And as a Bulls fan with six titles, yeah. we've got his shoes on right now. We've got his jersey behind us. I mean, this guy yeah. is, you know, the greatest of all time yeah. in basketball history. But what's great about Chicago is the man right there, Walter Payton, is the greatest of all time in in the NFL. So you can't go wrong with sweetness. I've said this on this podcast before, I think. I think Michael Jordan belonged to the world. I think Walter Payton belonged to Chicago. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. I think we should put that on an obvious shirt. Let's do Pull it. Pull up Joe. 
Mm-hmm. It's too many words for an obvious that's shirt. That's true. Yeah. I feel but like there's like a five or six word limit. But on it is shirts. obvious to me. I know. I think that's fair. Okay. So the two obvious ones, speaking of the word obvious, are now off the board. So now we get to have some fun. And I, I'm torn here between I, I want to pick a, a childhood idol, but instead I think I have to take the greatest American hockey player of all time, and that is Patrick Kane, wow. most important player on three Stanley Cup championships for the Chicago Blackhawks. Maybe not a historical pick, but just in terms of you think of overall contribution to great Chicago sports teams. Once Jordan's off the board, we haven't done a whole lot of winning in this town, (laughs) by and large. So to be the most important player on three different championship teams and arguably, again, the greatest American hockey player of all time, I think I'm going to take Patrick Kane over a selection of baseball players I could have gone within this spot instead. That's interesting. I I was wrestling with, with my big board when it came to Blackhawks. I think Patrick Kane, when all is said and done, will go down as the greatest Blackhawk. Um, there's another person out there, yeah. and that I'm not going to reveal. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you know, I, I was wrestling with, with that. So taking Patrick Kane out of there actually, it'll make your decision easier. Easier. easier decision. So I'm right here with the fourth pick. And I know what I would do if I was pick. Kevin. Yeah, I, I think it'd go, I'd go two from the same sport here if I were you. So I, I think you need a good anchor on all of these, and everyone has a, a pretty good anchor here, but I think you ha- need to have a solid anchor of Bears, and I think whatever Mount Rushmore you do in Chicago probably has to involve two members of the Chicago Bears, I think. Yeah. And what makes this, what makes this exercise hard is that there's two baseball teams, so it's not like you can do the four major sports – so, I'm going with Mike Ditka Solid. to start, and we'll see. You know, I, I obviously I think for all of our our lives, Mike Ditka has had an outsized presence in here, even though he hasn't been coach of the Chicago Bears for 30 years. But he's the only Super Bowl winning coach. He kind of epitomizes what the monster of the Midway are. Obviously, the super fans, everything that comes with that. You know, if if Matt Aberflus or any of his predecessors, his successors, <laughs> ever met, ever you know, rise up to win a championship, we'll see. And as as the fan base gets older, we'll see like how much he kind of like of his status he keeps. But for right now, it's it's Mike Ditka. So Mike Ditka is right there at the at the anchor spot, the George Washington spot for me. I always love that every time he's on like NFL Countdown or wherever and they were talking about their picks. Like, no matter what, didn't matter how bad the Bears are or not, yeah. he's taking the Bears to win. And I always just appreciate it. <laughs> there were several years, of, you know, you see those graphics when, like, you know, everyone on a panel on ESPN or Fox picks all the same team, and then yeah. that team loses. We had years of Sunday NFL countdown picks where the Bears would, especially against the Packers, and it would mm. be everyone else picks the Packers, Ditka, Bears. And, you know, yep. he lost basically every time he picked the Bears. But you know what? I appreciate the loyalty. Exactly. Like, that's, that's basically what I'm saying is you, guys like that – you. That's why people still talk to talk about him to this yeah. day. Is like he's just got that loyalty. Yeah, for me, and I think for a lot of Chicago sports fans, Ditka represents something that they see in themselves that they they want to see in their athletes and their coaches and yeah. people around sports, and that's passion. 
and he cared so much as a player. He cared so much as a coach. And even afterwards, like you're just saying, so yeah. that that there is kind of what you're looking for for someone that goes on a Mount Rushmore. I think there. I think some of what Ditka does and represents is problematic. I mean, he only won the one title. To me, like that, as time goes on, I get a little bit more pissed that he didn't capitalize on that and that yeah. that he wasn't able to, you know. And obviously, there were some outside injuries and infighting, and but I, I think Ditka also did contribute to some of that and. Um, and we won't get get into the politics, which I disagree with, but whatever, you know, <laughs> that lessens him a little bit. But I think right now in the year 2022, Mike Ditka is, you know, not so much a man as he is an idea in Chicago yes. sports, right? Yeah, because yeah. I think uh, you, you were alluding to another hockey player that's out there that uh, suffers from a similar modern problem that Mike <laughs> Ditka suffers from. I assume we will end up talking about that person eventually. But, yeah, I think it's we're, we're not it's not the, the person on the Mount Rushmore is not Mike Ditka, the human being now. It is yeah. Mike Ditka, the idea of a, a former bear who finally led a team desperate for a championship to winning one in the waning years of the greatest bear ever, Walter Payton's career. It's like, that's, yeah. that's, that's what, what Ditka did. That's he coached, like, I, people are, I don't think it's much of an argument. People argue that it's one of the greatest teams of all time, yeah. if mm-hmm. not the greatest, so. And, sure. and people also figure, and that wasn't peak Walter Payton anymore. I mean, he was still a very, very good player, but yeah. it, that team is, you know, maybe the greatest defense ever. It's the start of the domino effect of Buddy Ryan and, you know, seemingly every defensive coordinator now in the NFL being able to trace their roots somehow back to that 85 Bears team. So, yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's a historical marker more mm. than anything else. And, and since, I mean, we're doing this individually, but if you looked at, at our first-round picks here together, and, Kevin, I know you'll be doing this as we kind of go through, but mm-hmm. I think each one of those players was it's a household name, not only in Chicago, but in this country with, with sports fans. So, um, you know, Jordan Payton and Dick for sure. Patrick Kane, for the most part, if you're a sports fan in, in this country or in the world, like you, you know, Patrick Kane, I mean, he made, he's made an impact. So it's pretty, it's a pretty impressive list right there. Kevin gets another pick right off. So I'm I'm here at number five on the snake draft, going back the other way. I know I said we need two bears. (laughs) I know you guys predicted I was going to take two bears, but I think the bears, Candidates are pretty deep. I feel pretty good who I can get back on the on the other side coming around. I'm going to go with my guy, the guy that I admire most in Chicago sports history, uh, the guy I think is sorely missed, the guy who was the subject of the first Throwback Thursday CHGO Blackhawks podcast last Thursday, and you guys should go check it out. Uh, Jay, Mario, and Greg talking about him. Uh, Mr. Stan Makita. To me, he looks like a guy who should be like he's got that face, he's got that haircut. He looks like a guy who should be in the in the, in a Chicago spot, sports uh, Chicago sports Mount Rushmore. And like I said, I, I was really wrestling if I if I did have to pick a Blackhawk, would it be Patrick Kane? Who I, again, I think when all is said and done, will be the greatest Blackhawk of all time. But he still has a way to go to unseat Stan Makita. Stan was a, a Blackhawk for twenty two seasons. Patrick Kane has been a uh, Blackhawk for 16 seasons. Yeah. Uh, he still has a couple more goals to get before he gets the goal lead and and whatever. So um, Stan McKeat, I just have a lot of respect for. <clears throat> Excellent pick. to me, just, yeah. just means Chicago hockey. I think I love Jonathan Taves. I mean, like, every jersey I own is basically Jonathan Taves. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I think when all is said and done, Makita and Kane overshadow him a little in terms of career accomplishments. Yeah, and doing a little bit of research, like Makita was definitely up there for me. 
and he's the only man to win the Hart, Ross, and Lady Bing trophies in the same season. Back Thanks to back. Bob Verde, and he did exactly yeah. consecutive seasons. Like that alone is impressive. And then just, I think his demeanor, and mm-hmm. and I think that that goes a long way too with how I look at this. Like the mm. person and what they bring to the table to their team, like that. It sounds like. He obviously I didn't see him play, yeah. but you you hear nothing but great things. About I, I him. hate the fact that I mean I never saw him play, obviously, but I never met him either. And that, there was a lot of opportunities to do so growing up. And I, I you know I never saw him around the United Center, even though I was a season ticket holder. And I never really made it a point to seek him out. And um, an actual weird, weird story: my wife's um, uncle was a, a priest and had been a chaplain for the Blackhawks. And when her uncle passed away at the wake, Stan Vakita showed up. And uh, I wasn't there for that, but that would have been a a weird situation to meet him in. But that kind of shows you what kind of person Stan was. Well, it's also just unfortunate that, I mean, and I can remember this, despite being the youngest person on this panel, that, you know, the Blackhawks were such kind of a, a black sheep for such a long time. And under Rocky Wirtz's father with not putting the games on TV and the attendance being bad, the team generally being bad, mm-hmm. that was something the team undertook when they started entering that era of success was bringing all those old legends back and like right. folk giving them that energy that they should have been getting for the last decades. Now, unfortunately, by that time, it was, you know, almost too little too late, particularly in Stan Makita's case with him getting so so much older at that time. So I think to your point there, Kevin, of, of everything Chicago hockey fans were deprived of between the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, and into the 2000s, the, the presence of someone like Stan Makita around the team. Yeah. He, if you look at the way we think of like ambassadors in sports now and like retired players, Stan Makita should have been a constant presence around that organization, and there just wasn't the forethought at the top right. to, keep people, to keep people like Makita around for a variety of reasons yeah well said and he had a great donut shop in aurora hey it's never a bad bonus <laughs> so you've left me in a tough spot because i i'm not going to spoil who this is i have a baseball player in my pocket on my top four okay however there's another baseball player who i really want on my route mount rushmore for sentimental reasons and Sammy Sosa is probably one of those two that you just mentioned. I oh, guess, yeah. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> Don't blame you. So now I'm in a position where I either have to contradict what's in my pocket later because I didn't think this person would still be available at this point, or I just have to go with my heart and like be okay being a hypocrite when we reveal at the end. And I'm going to do that and take Frank Thomas. Okay. <laughs> um, again, I think, you know, it's with Chicago baseball and Cody will agree with me here. We've had a lot of heroes over the years who, again, people point to like things like championships and all that. It's like, we don't have that. Yeah. Like, the, the White Sox won a title with largely a team of guys who were kind of a ragtag group. There's definitely some modern Cubs who are in contention for this list, but mm. they're up against some guys who have historical reputations that kind of precede them and are in the hearts of Cubs fans to a degree that almost outweighs the 2016 World Series. Right. So we just kind of have to go with, you know, who's made an impact on us. And as someone who went to their first White Sox game when I think I was four or five years old, I mean, Frank Thomas was my favorite athlete for most of my childhood, a guy who won a couple of MVPs, a, a guy who's the fact that he won those MVPs right before really the onset of the steroid era. It's kind of a woulda, coulda, shoulda. Right. What does, if, if that era does not start even for a couple more years, what does Frank Thomas accomplish? Does he win a couple more titles 
batting or home run wise. It's just as a guy who just was so good when I was so young and overshadowed the fact that the team was pretty crap for the first decade of my life. Um, he's a guy that for me, when I think of Chicago sports, I'm always going to think of Frank Thomas as a guy who is one of the first people who springs to mind. Yeah, I mean, as a Cubs fan here, I will admit I had Frank Thomas kind of high on my list just because uh, I do feel like I got, we were having the conversation last night just here in the office. Someone was telling a story or something. And like they were talking to like young, a younger generation of Sox fans and we're talking about a younger generation of Sox fans that he knows. And a lot of them just didn't even know who Frank Thomas was. And that's a shame because, I mean... Well, especially the way his time in Chicago ended with some still current members of the White Sox front office basically pushing him out. Yeah. And not, you know, the fact that Frank Thomas hit his, like... I was just going to say that. Yeah, the fact that Frank Thomas hit his 500th career home run as a Toronto Blue Jay and also played for the A's in there. Just that's sucks. a travesty. That man yeah. should have... Almost won an MVP as an A. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that man should have never left anywhere but Chicago. It is absurd that he did, and it is, it's an axe I'm going to grind as a White Sox fan with Kenny Williams as long as I live. Yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest thing, too, as much as I'll sit here and, and talk about how the Cubs need to bring back Sammy Sosa and build the statue and retire 21 like Thomas doesn't have anything related to steroids or cork bat against him like you just I, I I'm honestly okay with the fact that you took him here <laughs> um, and, and the other thing I had the chance uh, speaking of Toronto so uh, uh this is a very brief aside but my dad and I are trying to go to every stadium in the MLB in his lifetime and see the White Sox when possible I was about 11 or 12 where we'd seen the White Sox play in Toronto, we are standing in the airport at like the check-in desk and up to the desks next to us walks the entire team, whole White Sox roster. And I was so scared. I should have gotten every player on the team to get a signature. I only had the courage to introduce myself to a few people. One of them was Frank Thomas. And awesome. like, I have seen taller humans. I've seen more muscular <laughs> humans. I will never see a larger person yeah. <laughs> than Frank Thomas. Like Frank the Tank, that nickname, big dude, just a giant of a man. Just in, especially when I was like, you know, about this tall at the time I met him. So yeah, that's that. That's a guy who's always good. again. He's my first favorite athlete. So again, awesome. yeah, I'm all glad right. you got to pick him. And I'd say, you know, all time nickname as well with the big hurt, four times oh, silver slugger, the greatest White Sox player. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Happy early birthday. 1968. So that makes him um, 54. And That's it's unfortunate you talk about the younger generation, Cody. It's really unfortunate that they know him probably more as the guy from those awful Nugenics commercials <laughs> Nugenics, rather than yeah. as a baseball player. I say Noam as a, a Hall of Famer. Um, I think pretty much we're probably going to end up with all Hall of Famers on here or, or future Hall of Famers. Definitely. Yeah, um, Patrick Kane is the only one on the board right now who isn't yeah. in a Hall of Fame, but again, he's going to yeah. first ballot yeah. walk in. So, yeah, we're still, we're still okay on that front. It's, and right. it's my pick. And we're, I'm going before oh, that. Go we're gonna go we're gonna do a quick ad break, Jay. Yep. Oh, are I, we? I like oh. the way that this is going. Slow your roll, well, Jay. I had Slow a great transition, but so I'm gonna freeze. You, got it. A, you, you have a little bit of time to, to study and really make sure you know where you want to go. Don't need it. But anyhow, <laughs> he already knows. All right. Yeah. You're gonna have to wait, Jake. All okay. right. I'll wait. Because I don't want to get yelled at by my GM for not doing it. That's ad fine. Break. You're right. Go ahead. <laughs> Best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you will get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, 
offer making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email us at pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. Little known fact, if you do email that, Jake is the one who's going to be helping you out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to, like, pull back the curtain, but that's how it works around here. Yeah, I can't wait to hear from you. Please sign up now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> PointsBet is your home for live and play betting, and it just got even better. Introducing PointsBet newest feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and you want more, you can also boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. <clears throat> now online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Guys, I have to tell you about our next partner, Athletic Greens. Uh, I love putting Athletic Greens in uh, these smoothies my girlfriend makes every morning. It's like like frozen fruit, orange juice, put the athletic greens in there, start the blender. Yeah, it doesn't look great, but it tastes amazing, I promise you. With one scoop of athletic greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. I can't believe I read that sentence completely clear. (laughs) That is a lot of big words. This mixture of ingredients helps your Immune system gives you energy and improves your focus, and that's why I take my Athletic Greens, and you should too. Uh, what's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs less than a cup of coffee. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs or Bears, either team. <laughs> Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash CHGO Cubs. <laughs> to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Athletic Greens. Speaking of Cubs, I'm going to run to the podium and pick Mr. Cub, Ernie Banks. Thank okay. you. 14-time All-Star, Hall of Famer, two-time NL MVP. It's Mr. Cub. I mean, this you is got a nice start here. This is a very easy pick, and I, I appreciate. It. I mean, we've got talented players on the board here, um, but I'm yeah, I'm loving how. Mind shaking out. So to, re- to reset here for the people listening to the podcast, your first round pick was Walter Payton. Your second round pick is Ernie Banks. Not too shabby. It's not yeah. bad. And I mean, I don't think really much more needs to be said on, on Mr. Cub. Go Let's ahead. play two. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, is it, an absolute Did legend. that just uh, kill you there, Cody? Just I mean, a little you, bit. You've got that's two picks coming up for. here. I'll, I'll just be honest. That's who I was going for. Um. So for me, now, because Ernie Banks is off the board and I was planning on taking a Cub in this next spot, I'm a little trying to think of what I should do here. Um, It's, like, part of me, like, I know how Kevin was talking about how he wants to take two Bears uh, 
or how it should be, I guess. But I, I I'm interested to see who's going to be the next bear off this. Yeah, and I just don't feel like the next bear should come off yet. That's I don't know if that's wrong or right. That's just how I feel. Um, so I think I'm going to stick with baseball, and uh, you know, Minnie Minoso is a legend in this in this city. Uh, honestly, I feel like they don't they don't talk about him enough. No, he's kind of got that same problem almost that Stan Makita has, which is that the organization was just like for so long was just kind of eh about yeah. everything. And no, it, it only feels like in the last couple of years, again, that Minnie Minoso's name has gotten back not only just in White Sox conversations, but in MLB conversations, especially after uh, the Negro League statistics were incorporated as fully MLB statistics. Yeah. Everybody really paid attention and. When you, I mean, Minnie Minoso's MLB resume was enough, but when you add his full career, it's mm-hmm. a really impressive resume for a guy that, yeah, has always felt underappreciated. Yeah, and, and like, he's kind of a legend for hanging out at Sluggers, so I'm, it's kind of <laughs> Cubs-related. Uh, but, like, I, you know, I, I look at, you take Ernie Banks off, and then I, I, I guess I could take one of the other statues out there in, in Gallagher Way right now, but for some reason I just feel like Minnie Minoso is just kind of a – just a step higher, uh, so that's why I went with him. So interesting, yeah. Uh, so is it is it my pick again? Yeah, so you get to go again. Back, my pick so. again. Wow. Okay. So you could take one of those Cubs if you. I so can. Choose. Yeah, and I think I think I gotta go with Ron Sano. That's cool. Because not only was he not only is a Hall of Famer, but he was also great in the broadcast booth too. And I mean, I I didn't listen to a lot of Cubs radio growing up, but like I do remember like all the famous calls, especially the one where uh, Brant Brown drops the ball or whatever, <laughs> and he just screams on oh, the air. No. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like it. it Honestly, he represents so many Cubs fans uh, in terms of how we watch the game. Uh, so for me, at least, like because I'm obviously younger and didn't actually get to watch him play, but Hall of Famer, he's. Got the statue outside Wrigley Field. I think Ron Sano's next on my list. So you have three three heads so far. You have Michael Jordan, Minnie Minoso, and Ron Santo. Yep. Jake, your third pick. Wow. This is where it gets a little tougher. And you can kind of go back and forth on a few things, but I don't think I can overlook this player. And being a diehard Bears fan, I have to go with Dick Buckus. And I think Dick Buckus needs to be there because not only – is he a Hall of Fame player for the Chicago Bears? Not only is he a legend at the University of Illinois, but he's also a legend uh, as a Chicago high school player as well. Yeah. And, I mean, this guy is through and through a Chicago guy, and I think to a certain generation of Chicago fans, if you don't have Dick Butkus on your Mount Rushmore, you don't know what the hell you're doing, is what they would say to us. And get off my lawn is what they would probably also say. And that's, that's, that's okay. Because they're right. <laughs> so did, were, you, were you picky between Dick Buckus and Brian Urlacher? No, I was not. Love Brian Urlacher. For me, he's outside of, of my top ten. Outside of Mount Rushmore status? Yeah. Why? Just for, for me, he's, just, he's not in that, that group. Okay. That's, that's it. I think, again, like Urlacher is that idea. Like Ditka is the idea. And Urlacher, I, I, also a guy who, you know um, – has probably seen his uh, public reputation down go down a notch or Drop two. Drop a little bit. 
Alex, who are you taking? You right now have Patrick Kane and Frank Thomas. So you're you're going modern here. I am. Uh, you're and, showing your age. So I'm wondering yeah. if if you're going to right the ship and go d- dive back a little bit deeper or or stay current. I I kind of think I know who you're going to go for. I see. I'm I'm I'm. There's no clear option here for me because I feel like I think there is. See this. So there's there's a couple Cubs who could come off the board here. Um, I mean, we just talked about Brian Urlacher. There's one or two other Bears who might be in contention here. There's a couple of Bulls who are certainly in contention at this spot from that era. Um, I'm honestly just really split on what I want to do here because this is probably my last chance to get one of the worthy Bears. Um, Part of me also wants to... Cody took a a White Sox legend, so part of me maybe wants to (laughs) return the favor with the Cubs legend. Um... Man, I've got hockey and baseball so far, so I feel like I need to go somewhere else. And as a result, I think I'm going to go Scottie Pippen. Okay. Um, again, I, I don't feel strongly about any of my options here, to be honest with you. There's, I think, a lot of people who are on about the same tier at this point. Um, Scotty may not think he's gotten the credit he deserves for his role in all of those Bulls championships, but the probably the best defensive player in the NBA for a period of time, at least one of them, again, a guy who was part of numerous championships. Uh, you know, Michael Jordan might probably wins one or two less, maybe without Scottie Pippen and, you know, kind of the rest of that team that Scottie's kind of at the front of, of that supporting cast. So, again, maybe not the most legendary player here. I, I, there's a, I will say the, the, my next closest pick here was a Cub, I think, in terms of who else I might have gone with. But I, I feel like I wanted to go with a different sport here, and, and I think Scottie, Scottie's – Mount Rushmore worthy for his role in the 90s. Absolutely agree. And I think you, you, something just hit me. We're always comparing like Jordan to Pippen. And Pippen, there's been some things of late that hasn't <laughs> helped him out. I get that. Yeah. But if you really look back at, you know, the Bulls, especially the first three-peat, Scottie Pippen was paramount to, to that team, um, you know, rising the way they did past the Bad Boys Pistons, doing what they did against the Lakers, the Trailblazers, and the Suns. And, yeah, he's never going to be Michael Jordan. And that's okay because okay, no one's Michael exactly. Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. Scottie Pippen was a hell of a basketball player. He's a very important person to Chicago sports history. Mm-hmm. And then they won three more titles. So, like, yes, it's a great pick. Nice. This is, this is getting tough. It really is. I, I can go a lot of different ways here. I might, I, I might end up having to go back on my soccer pick if this stays this I way. I know, because there's, right, right. There's there's a, the way this has played out, there's going to be a lot of names uh, left at that fourth round. This is so, like the dessert card at the United Center. I really, do, I really don't know what to do from a baseball standpoint. Baseball is huge here. We have two different teams. It's hard to represent both on a Chicago Mount Rushmore. So I'm going to split the difference and go with Harry Carey. The oh, voice of both the White Sox and the Cubs. There, I started off with the White Sox. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you'd, you'd end up out of St. Louis. That's right. Probably Mount not. Rushmore too. Probably, probably not. not. That'd probably be Jack Buck. But uh, Harry Carey, um, I have him on, on my actually overall one. Um, I have him on there. So I didn't even. I don't think you can tell the story of Chicago sports without Harry Carey. I love that pick, and something I love about Harry Carey is that. He didn't come to Chicago until his mid-50s. So think about that just in general. Yeah. 
he didn't make an impact in Chicago sports until his mid fifties, and look at what he left as a legacy. Synonymous, crazy. Yeah. All right, so I so far have Mike Ditka, Stan Makita, Harry Carey. I'm going to get progressive with this fourth pick. Okay. We've got a lot of old white men on my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> uh, we actually have a lot of old white men on the real Mount Rushmore. So I am going to go with Candace Parker for that. I fourth love pick. it. I, I was wondering when I was trying to order Sky players, I, I was Candace is tough to place because obviously she's got the high school reputation. Right. And then was part of bringing a championship to Chicago. I'm, I'm sure when we get to outside looking in, there's a couple other names who. So the, yeah. uh, my other spot here, I really wanted to pick Derek Rose. Well, mm. the fact you, that he did not ultimately win a championship, the fact that he had a truncated career. He obviously was the youngest MVP ever. There was a lot of promise there. He's the greatest what-if in Chicago sports history. Um, but to me, Candace Parker, her role and what she's been able to do for women's sports, um, bringing a title to the Chicago Sky, dunking in high school, just becoming a, yeah. a, a, you know, a high school legend. And I don't think she's done. I mean, they could win another one this year, I think, very easily. And then you see what actual spot that she occupies right now uh, with her broadcasting career. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she has decades to go of really being someone for all of Chicago to look up to. So I feel really great about, about that fourth pick there with Candace Parker. She's great. Like, during the NCAA tournament, I loved listening to her on, like, the, yeah. the post game for them. Because, like, she obviously she's, like, the only woman. But And even though it wasn't Chicago sports, she's just great at the job. Like, so... She I, went I'm off to Tennessee, you. right? Yeah. And that was the place where when you was graduated the correct at that thing point, to do. That was the correct thing to yeah. do. It's like, Pat what if she had yeah. been at DePaul? Like, would DePaul, oh, yeah. like, you know, would Doug Bruno DePaul got, gotten through? Like, you know, maybe. You so. mentioned the WNBA titles, two-time NCAA champion as well, two-time gold medalist. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. this woman she was at Tennessee. That is one of the greatest great. female athletes in the history of sports. Now, I'm sure there's probably someone in the comments saying, but this isn't the Naperville Mount Rushmore, which mm. is probably a valid point, but. Yeah, that's true. Naperville. Naperville Central legend, Candace Parker. And I should probably yeah. correct myself. She's one of the greatest athletes in the history of sports. So I'll just yeah. Oh, yeah. At that. yeah. She's up there. All right, Alex, your final pick. What, what soccer dude are you uh, taking? Uh, so I was actually, if I was going to put a soccer player on here, my first thought on a soccer player was actually a woman in the form of, we have a, uh, the Chicago Red Stars current goalkeeper, Alyssa Nair, is a two-time World Cup champion. In addition to being one of the most minutes played players in NWSL history, she's over 11,000 minutes. So she was definitely in contention for this last spot. All due respect, again, to the likes of Bob Bradley, Ante Razov, Frank Klopas, Christo Stoichkov, who although his stay was a bit briefer. Obviously, I think Bob Bradley did a lot for the fire in those early years, but in terms of like Chicago Mount Rushmore, I don't think he was around enough, long enough, to really enter that conversation. And so I think Alyssa Nair, though, is going to be my first outside looking in, and we'll get to more of those, I assume, in a minute. Um, but just from a sh the way Chicago's fans feel about their history, I'm going to take Ryan Sandberg as like my that. fourth and final pick. Um, yes, he's a Cub. I'm a White Sox fan. But in just terms of when I think about what this is for me is like who who are the who are the characters who are the main characters in the history of Chicago sports? And you can argue that there's better baseball players than Ryan Sandberg. None of the teams he was on were particularly good. But in just in terms of what he means to Cubs fans and thus to Chicago sports, I think he's a, a worthy inclusion. I, I wrestled with Ryan O2. That, that's the one I kind of really wanted to pick there. 
Yeah. He, he's probably my fifth guy on there uh, just because of what he meant when I was growing up. I, li- I like I like what you did, Alex. You have Patrick Kane, Frank Thomas, Scottie Pippen, and Ryan Sandberg. That's that's tough to argue with. Jake, finish off with your fourth. You have Walter Payton, Ernie Banks, Dick Butkus. Who's going to join them? Well, this isn't how I thought it was going to go, but it fell this way. And for some similar reasons to what you just said about Rhino, what this person meant to the city of Chicago, what this person continues to mean to the city of Chicago and I think to me as a Bulls fan, you have to go with Derrick Rose. Okay. And when you put Derrick Rose up there with those three, that's a pretty powerful Mount Rushmore. And I think it, is, it represents a group of four that Chicago sports fans would be proud of. And, um, you know, while Derrick Rose in his career was cut short, what he did at Simeon, um, you know, what he did with the Bulls during the time and, and brought an excitement back and generated a whole – new generation of Bulls fans is um, is something that I think he can be proud of and that, as a Bulls fan, I appreciate. At any point, did you consider Isaiah Thomas for that, that spot? <laughs> I did not, <laughs> but, I mean, hey, Isaiah Thomas was is Chicago through and through. It's just unbelievable that he ended up being on the Bad Boys Pistons and yeah. was was a, a rival. Becoming the, the, the foil to Michael Jordan. So. Yeah. Cody, you have Michael Jordan, Minnie Minoso, Ron Santo, you gonna pick a bear? Or what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I think I, I'm now, I, I now have to take a bear for sure. Um, and I, listen, I'm 31, so I grew up with like the 0506 bears, right? And I know you said he's not in your top 10, but Brian Urlacher, like, he's one of the reasons I'm a Bears fan. So mm-hmm. I gotta put Brian Urlacher there. Devin Hester was like right there too. I can't Hester's decide. on my short list. Yeah, like I, I can't decide between yeah. the two, like. Devin Hester belongs in the Hall of Fame, greatest kick returner of all time. Uh, but Brian Urlacher, when you think about the Bears, you think about the defense. You, you know, when their teams are actually good, you just think about the defense. And sure. he was the guy. So, Interesting. Um, yeah, I wish I had more selections. <laughs> <laughs> I totally we do. All do yeah. We're going to talk about maybe people who we left off and our, our actual picks for a real uh, Chicago Mount Rushmore. Uh, but first, do you want to start your day with a competitive edge? Strava CBD coffee is a game changer and has helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD is from hemp, and it doesn't make you higher hungry, but it does offer real benefits and can help you feel alert and focused without the jitters, live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains, Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you can wake up feeling your best. And the best part, Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with the powerful entourage effective benefits. And today, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25, that's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use code CHGO25 at checkout. That discount coupon is valid on non-subscription purchases only, one use per customer. Do you already love Strava? You can subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. With Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. So I actually did, I got our free stuff from Strava. 
Then got that 25% off. Then I got the subscribe and save. I, I like, like literally like <laughs> I drink this stuff every day because I'm one of the old people here at CHGO and it actually does really pay off. So I, I know you, you enjoy it too, Jake. Yeah, no, the, when I've had it in the morning, it definitely helps you get going. And, and I think there's definitely some benefits to that. And I'm interested to, to continue to have more of it in the future. Yeah. Awesome. All right, let's get real back to the Mount Rushmore real quick. I had you guys write down what your actual picks non-draft were. Uh, Cody, let's let's go with who you, who you wrote down. <laughs> All right, so admittedly, when I wrote this down, I didn't think we could use coaches or, or anyone like that. Okay. But I got Jordan, Peyton, Ernie Banks, and then I put Scottie Pippen in there just because of the, you know, the decade long of uh, dominance. If I could take Pippen out, I'd probably put – as a Cubs fan, I'd probably put Theo. I, we kind of talked about this the other day, Kevin. Like, I think Theo deserves a statue outside Wrigley Field. Yeah. Uh, not, I mean, just not even just in Chicago, but, like, he's arguably the, one of the, if not the one of the greatest executives of all time. Broke two curses. Like, if it was up to me, I'd put, a, I'd, I'd put Theo on a on – a, Pedestal? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I put him higher than a, than a lot of people do. Wow. I, there's a lot of people out there who, who blame him for the Cubs being in this, like, rebuild. And there's some things I guess you can kind of blame him for. For sure, you can blame him for the Quintana trade that kind of led to, like, how this downfall has started. But he also signed John Lester and made significant trades that led to the World Series. And that, to me, like, Theo is, is, is God to me. So... <laughs> Um, my list was Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, Ernie Banks, and Frank Thomas. I mean, four great nicknames. Again, MJ, Sweetness, Mr. Cub, and Big Hurt. And I feel great that I had two of the four nice. on my own. No Blackhawks on there. there. Not. There's not. I mean, Kane, I think, works. Stan Makita, for sure. Taves. Yeah. Bobby Hole. Maybe even Chris Chelios, a Chicago guy. Detroit. But, but that kind of yeah. sours it. I get it. And you, and I and I defer to you on the Blackhawks <laughs> fandom there on what's appropriate there. Yeah. Um. So I've got you know Jordan Payton Banks again. I went Banks over Thomas on my actual Mount Rushmore, and then I I did go Patrick Kane because even though right now I think I'd agree that Frank Thomas his stature as a Chicago sports figure right now is probably bigger. As time goes on, again, I think Kane will go down as the greatest American hockey player ever. And then if the Blackhawks, as they look like they might, kind of return to obscurity, that era of the Hawks is going to be remembered forever. And he's going to be the first name people think of with the second, I mean, the second best dynasty you're going to have to say in the history of Chicago yeah. sports behind the 90s Bulls. So that's why I've got Kane there, kind of more looking forward with his spot on that fourth slot. As someone who, like, admittedly, I've said this before, like, I'm, I've never really been, a, like, a diehard hockey fan or anything like that. And a lot of that is because you just couldn't watch the Blackhawks when I was a kid. Nope. Like, so when you could start watching the Blackhawks, yeah. like, Patrick Kane was, was the guy that everyone was talking about. And then you see what he's done in his career with the Blackhawks. Like, he really changed Chicago hockey for, for people of my generation, at least. So, yes. I, I like it. I like your pick there. So, I had Michael Jordan, Walter Payton, Mike Ditka. And um, then Harry Carey, I think that, and I, I think that kind of reflects like how old I am and, and what what I grew up grew up in, and I, I think that will change as, as as we get more more players and whatever. Um, but I, I feel pretty good about about that selection. Some people I think we did leave off George Hallis. We didn't talk about him. Yep, obviously founded the NFL. Um, Phil Jackson, 
you know, he maybe he belongs a little bit more to New York or, or Los Angeles. I'm not sure. Yeah. People don't really bring list. him so up. Jackson's a good one. Um, Bobby Hall. Sure. You kind of reference him as one of those problematic dudes. And obviously, but, I don't think you know, the Golden Jet, another great nickname right. guy who, I mean, my dad talks about having watched him at the stadium. Strictly on up. ice performance and, and what he was able to do with Stan Makita. Oh, yeah. Um, it my, my fifth guy on there would, would be Makita, I think. Um, but I think Harry Carey just kind of just edges them out a little bit so yeah that's, that's fair also a couple shouts for me you mentioned candace parker on yours um sylvia fowles kind of as a face of the forgotten years okay. of the chicago sky courtney vandersloot another sky player sure. who deserves a shout is kind of probably of the players who've been around a while and were part of that championship team probably isn't going to get the credit she deserves for the mm-hmm. journey the sky were on to get to that point that Candace Parker was kind of that final piece of. I mentioned all the soccer players who probably deserve a shout. You uh, didn't mention Carl Heinz Granitza. No. Nah, the Chicago Sting legend. Yeah, that's, that's Lawrence. true. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> Ta- no, Taves is, Taves is Lawrence right there. Lawrence is mad that we left out uh, Taves. Taves is right there. Um, Tony Esposito, another name we haven't said, who's there. Um, Dennis Rodman, Gail Sayers. And Gale then I've got, I've got a slew of Cubs. Chris Bryant, Kerry Wood, Anthony Rizzo, Fergie Jenkins, guys who are all like legends, but oh, yeah. not Mount Rushmore. Sammy Sosa, we levels. Didn't have. Sammy Sosa. Sure. I, I, I talk about people whose reputation kind of went down the went down need, the toilet. I need, I need more spots on the, you know, on the thing. Like I need more tough. than four. Like so, you're saying call up South Dakota and say, hey, we need to make the mountain bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yes, who would but, do that? If there were more more spots, I think. We would have kept going, and I would probably yeah. try to get Paul Canerco on there for me. I, He's probably I the Paul next Canerico. White Sox yeah. name, which, again, the White Sox, history-wise, I mean, again, you go 84 years without winning a World Series. You weren't yeah. very good. I put Burley over I over love Burley, Canerico. too. Burley's there. I think yeah, He's got a perfect game on his resume. I think yeah. Canerco, I give the slight edge to for the moments. I mm-hmm. think, Burl, Burl, again, Burley's got a perfect game. Yeah, what do you <laughs> got a perfect game and no, no but hitter. In terms, I mean, Paul Canerco hit a, a great, win and a save in the World Series. Yeah, on uh, a a buzzed at after best drinking save beer. Come on, in the you want to talk about an idea? No, you yeah, know, Burley's right there. No, but Canerco for me, for whatever reason, is more associated with my like that childhood era of the White Sox for me. Yeah, I'm just as you know. So yeah, no, I mean, there's a there's a lot of players who are right there. It's just as we've alluded to, Chicago sports kind of had the has had the curse of all of our teams have had like little eras of good things, but by and large, White Sox, Cubs, Bears, Bulls, whoever, Chicago sports, we really don't do mediocrity. We are either occasionally excellent and usually Easter awful. Famine. Yeah. Jake, I'll give you the closing thoughts. We were going to talk a little bit of soccer, but we're running we up are against out the of time. time. So we'll have to have you and, and Pat from, you guys are doing a great job at CHGO Fire. Um, you started that a few weeks ago. So if you are a soccer fan, make sure you check that out. CHGO Fire, CHGO Red Stars. Maybe right. at some point you let the soccer people take all four chairs on sure. one of these I mean, podcasts. We'll yeah, go to I, all, I, I need a day work. off. Why not? This is exactly like a great example of maybe improves the point why soccer doesn't become what it needs to be in this city. And it's that's, too, we ran out of time. It's and so in this crowded. City, <laughs> in this city, the other sports, it, there's just so much going on. There's so much history. There's so many... Um, you know, teams to be fans of, players to, to go with, and, and then it's tough for it to carve out. I mean, you, you've got the World Cup coming up, which people will get excited about. You've got um, everything going on overseas with, with soccer and international soccer stars, and that's becoming more accessible. Yeah. But in, in the city of Chicago, with the fire and the red stars, like, we, we need to get behind them, and we need to have a, a better fan base. The fire need to start winning is, is what a 
Boy, the fire awesome. also eventually need their own stadium. Slash, uh, the fire slash Red Stars need to be probably sharing mm-hmm. a soccer-specific stadium again. But that is a discussion for another day. All right. yeah. In my opinion, the Red Stars and the fire CHGO shirts are the best. <laughs> they kind of are. Good. They're, they're they not are here yet, but when they get here, awesome. you should order one. And I will yes. be wearing one on the air as soon as I am in possession of one. Check that out at chgolocker.com. We have a bunch of great merchandise. We'll be back next week at 1130 with a different panel. I will be here again. Thanks for joining us. Have a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. And remember, rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.